has the potential to be great, but you just get kicked around the whole time. <laughs> she's like, damn, she's hot, but she's crazy. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon. And today we wanted to hop on and talk about driver contracts because we've got six drivers currently on the grid that don't have a contract in the next year right now. So, yep. I mean, some of them are, are going to resign. They're pretty much 100% going to resign, but some of Lewis them might Hamilton. not. So, yeah, exactly. So we're going to hop on and, and just talk through these guys and see, you know, who may or may not be here next year, if any of them. Um, also, uh, Dylan's mic is still busted, so we're still waiting on a, a resolution for that. And also, we're going to take a summer break, just like Formula One next week. So we'll be out until the Netherlands uh, GP week, unless something crazy pops off, and then we'll definitely hop on and talk about that it is silly season so who knows what could happen it could be we're just not trying to force news that's not really all that newsworthy like unless something crazy pops off it's all kind of quiet on the front we'll, we'll wait for the next race to you know in eight days yes sir i say we just go down the list and talk through each person's contract and what it looks like let's go let's, let's get just on give to the it. people what they want and and just go down the list all right, well, let's start with the big fish, Mr. Or actually, Sir, let me get the, the, the nouns right. Sir Lewis Hamilton, whose contract ends at the end of the year. There's been lots of talk that he's holding out for some big deal. Um, what's going on here, man? You know, I, we talked about this in a previous contract, and I thought it was really interesting when I looked into it more. It really kind of highlighted that it's, it's set in stone that Lewis is going to drive for Mercedes. But it sounds like he's trying to negotiate a post-driver influencer deal to continue to get paid to be a spokesman of Mercedes. And it sounds like that is what the terms are really being debated over, which would make sense. I think we all know that Lewis isn't going to leave Mercedes and go to Ferrari or whatever, like he's going to stay with the team. I, it makes sense to me that there are other things that are in the negotiations that are dragging this out a little longer. I do think it's funny that you have other teams that are shooting their shot. And so you get all these reports coming out that he's been approached by Ferrari and, you know, potentially approached by a couple other teams, just throwing it out there being like, Hey, Lewis, are you happy? You want to come drive for the Scuderia? And he's looking at them. You like, want to come hate your life more <laughs> yeah. than ever before. <laughs> he's like, hell no, I don't want to go to the Scuderia. But yeah, I honestly, yeah, he's going to end up signing. It's just a matter of time. I just, I'm very curious to see what the terms are and how much money it is when it actually does sign. Cause it's going to be massive. It has to be. I mean, yes and no. Like I believe his current contract is paying him 45 million a year, just salary from Mercedes. It's not sponsors. It's not all of his other stuff that he has going on. He's been doing this for, you know, he's been getting paid around that 50 million mark for the past like four or five years. Like I could see him easily taking a pay cut on the salary, you know, down to a measly 25 or 30 million oh, um, in order to get the post, you know, what's going to happen next signed up because I, I heard he wanted $250 million for 10 years of being with Mercedes after being a driver. Like I could see him giving up on the, on the yearly driver salary to get that post race deal. Yeah. He's, he's looking for that pension there. I mean, and I, he'll be, he'll, he might have to cut some expenses at only making 25 million a year, but I think he'll be okay. 
Yeah, how, I don't know, man. How's he going to eat? How is he going to eat? I mean, luckily <laughs> he man. got rid of his jet. You know, he just <laughs> bums rides from other people. Uh, I love it. He's like, oh, it's not good for the environment, but he's still flying in private jets with other people. So I guess, yeah. you know, jet pooling. <laughs> jet pooling. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that kind uh, of problem. I know, anyway. right? <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Let's talk about his teammate now, George Russell. So George Russell is signed through next year. And uh, I mean, I think for all intents and purposes, he's going to get re-signed. I don't see George going anywhere. No, George, he's there for the long haul. I don't yeah. see that happening. And I don't blame him. If Lewis is already looking for an exit strategy in the next three to four years, George, you have nothing but time to get used to that car, get it developed and be the next world champion. Like, yep. I wouldn't yeah. go anywhere. He's solid. Sorry about the Red Bull boys. Man, the Red Bull boys. This one's interesting to me because I know we got Max on a long-term contract. His goes through. Yeah, 2028. He's not going anywhere. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He doesn't need to go anywhere. <laughs> but then we've got his partner, old Checo, who, you know, his ends, what, 24 is it's through it's next at the year. End of, yeah, so, man, Checo, I, I honestly don't see him staying with Red Bull beyond 2024. I don't even I'll be amazed if he makes it through 2024. I mean, he's already hitting clauses in his current contract since he's 125 points behind Max to take pay decreases. I bet there's a contract buyout clause if you're underperforming like that. I mean, yeah, I don't. But I mean, he's he's doing well enough that they're still second in the championship. But honestly, I don't see them taking him on for 2025 and beyond. So I think it's going to be tough, like you said, to stick around through 2024. Pressure is definitely going to be on. But beyond yeah. that, I think it's time for him to either start looking for, you know, somewhere else to go or maybe just pack it up and go back to Mexico. And it doesn't help the fact that as a constructor, Red Bull could just have Max Verstappen as the only driver and they would still be the first place team so, so it's like sergio's doing well enough i guess it doesn't really matter actually like right uh, so on that like if max is able to carry it on his own they basically have no risk by putting anybody else in that car and seeing yep. what they can do at that point so yeah that's not not looking good for checo but his contract's through next year ferrari this one perplexes me it really does. I I for sure thought Charlotte Claire was going to be moving on, but it seems like he wants to stick around and just continue being the Ferrari punching bag. So Do you think I, it's because no one wanted him? I don't think so. I think a lot of teams would be I, happy to bring him on. Do you think it's because none of the top performing teams had a spot for him? Probably, which is why, you know, with the rumors of his contract taking that two-year deal, and then after, beyond that, there's options to exit. So I think that, you know, if you look at everybody else's contracts, you've got some big names that are going to end right yep. when his two-year deal ends. So Fernando then he Alonso. has, exactly. So then he can have the option to be like, all right, you guys have still been jerking me around and not giving me a, a good strategy and all that. So, you know, maybe he'll take off then, but. Man, I just, I, it seems like such a toxic and just bad environment to be in. That is like the definition of an abusive relationship. Has yeah. the potential to be great, but you just get kicked around the whole time. He's <laughs> like, damn, she's hot, but she's crazy. <laughs> I just, I just hope for his mental well being, he's resilient enough to make it through these next two years. 
Yeah, I don't. It makes me think of um, football reference here. Who it was Carr. I can't remember his first name, which one it was that played for the Houston Texans. This was years ago. Um, that was a really good quarterback, but it was when the Texans had an awful offensive line and he got, he led the league in getting sacked more than anybody else. And he became a terrible quarterback after that. He was gun shy. He was tired of getting just <laughs> destroyed in the backfield. And he like turned out into nothing special because he got gun shy. And it's like, I wonder if that's, you know, kind of something that's going to happen to Leclerc is you're going to stick around hoping and hoping and you're going to keep getting beat up and then you're going to end up riding off into the sunset and never making a name. Yeah, I hope not. I hope he can stick around I and hope keep not. it up and keep sharp. <laughs> I, I like Leclerc. I think he's I think he's part of kind of this Max and Lando new generation of, of race car drivers. And uh, I, I like Leclerc a lot. I, I hate to see him continue to be abused. <laughs> I know, man. All right, so from him, we've got his teammate, Carlos Sainz, who, you know, at the beginning of the season, we thought would be a Ferrari lifer, but now it seems like it's definitely not. He's, like He's looking for somewhere else to go. He, I think he's hardcore looking for somewhere else to go. His contract is also through 2024, so technically he should be with Ferrari next year as well. But, man, I mean, from what he's saying publicly, makes me wonder what's being said privately. I bet he's out. Yeah, for sure. I think I think he's going to be out as soon as he finds a suitable spot to go. You know, not like a where Haas or is said like that, suitable but. spot. You think he's going to go over to Alfa Romeo? Well, honestly, I didn't think so until all these rumors started coming out, and that's going to be a huge risk because if you look at the current Alfa Romeo slash Sauber, they're terrible. Um, but now with Audi coming in, yeah, Audi's got a pedigree and Audi's got a lot of backing, financial backing behind them, but it's still the unknown. Um, but I think at this point, it's so toxic where he's at now that he's willing to take that risk. So I could see that happening. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, to me, that's like the only one that makes sense to move to. You're not going to go to Haas. Yeah, for sure. Williams isn't going to take you. Alpine is on fire. Um, you know, you're not going to Alpha Tauri. Like it's kind of your only option. Yeah, and I have started to see a couple. I don't know where these rumors are starting from, but it seems like you'll see it on social media and more pages start picking it up. But a couple people rumoring a potential move to Alpine for him, which to me is the most craziest and outlandish thing ever. I I do not foresee that happening whatsoever. No, I mean you're just trading one abusive relationship for another, and if you're gonna just be in the same relationship, I think uh I think I would stick at Ferrari. Well at least at Alpine, it's like instead of the instead of being abused by your parents, the parents are just abusing each other and the kids are just <laughs> left to fend for themselves. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Speaking of Alpine, let's 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 jump to them. We got Esteban <laughs> Ocon through twenty twenty four on a three year contract. Man, next year is going to be real silly season. This summer season next year is going to be insanity with all these through 2024 contracts. We have nine drivers whose contract ends next year. So there's going to be a lot of moving pieces, which is probably why it's so quiet right now. Right. Um, So, I mean, I don't see Ocon going anywhere. No, I I also don't really see anyone that would take him. Yeah, I, I think he's he should stay right where he's at and hope that they can get it together eventually. P3 
Pierre Gasly's on a quote-unquote multi-year contract through 2024 is what we understand. But oh, you think it, he's I regretting that right now? <sighs> yeah, maybe not I, regretting. Maybe not regretting leaving Alpha Tauri with how bad they're doing, but maybe going to Alpine, he's starting to see might not have been the best choice. Yeah, if you had other options on the table, um, like I, it wouldn't surprise me with the shakeup of everything if McLaren hadn't talked to him. For sure, yeah. Like yeah, that would that that's enough. the one I'd be kicking myself on. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with him. I think that, you know, those guys are the only stable part of that team right now and <laughs> the only reliable part. So hopefully everybody else above them can get it together. But yeah, I don't see Oof. either one of those guys going anywhere. McLaren. Oh yeah. These guys, they're not going. It's Lando so Norris funny though. Signed through twenty twenty five. Right. And then who when's Oscar's going through when? Twenty four. And you know what's so funny is earlier this season, I know I was definitely saying it, like Lando needs to start looking elsewhere. I'm a huge McLaren and a huge Lando fan, but I was like, he needs to go elsewhere. And then all of a sudden they show up with a decent car and it's like, okay, maybe, maybe you don't move. Maybe you stick it around a little bit longer. Lando said he was starting to look elsewhere too. Like True. right before they came out with that big upgrade package, he, I think he was uh, feeling the Charlotte Claire, if you will. <laughs> Uh, just not quite as abusive, just a shitty car. <laughs> well, at least they got it together now. But yeah, I don't see these guys with the current car unless they make a giant leap back and go back to the, the McLaren of the beginning of the year. I don't see either one wanting to go anywhere. No. And I think together they are one of the strongest pairings and most exciting pairings on the grid. So I love seeing those two guys paired together. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't see them going anywhere. They're a ton of fun to watch. It'd be crazy to move when you're on the up and up. Yeah. Um, but on that, so something that's interesting to me, you know, with, um, Aston Martin for 2026 securing, you know, Honda racing engines, um, you know, they're going to be a full standalone team, not a works team anymore. Um, you have, you know, Sauber going to Audi, brand new Audi engines coming in. You know, McLaren and Haas are the only ones that will be and AlphaTauri will be works teams. So it'd be interesting to see what happens looking at that 2026, if McLaren is choosing to stay with that Mercedes power unit or not, because it's hard to, it's hard to be the national champion using somebody else's technology. Oh, you mean McLaren has to be the only customer teams? Yes. I'm sorry, not works teams. I'm sorry, customer teams. Yeah. Yeah, that that's tough because, you know, I didn't realize how much of a disadvantage that was until... Uh, the reports came out about Aston Martin and they were talking about how now they have more control over the design of the body because that Mercedes engine is designed for the Mercedes car. Once they shove it into the Aston Martin, they have to mold the body around it. So now they can have a say in the way the engine's designed to fit with their aerodynamic package. And how it sits in the car because you're not only buying the engine from them, you buy the engine, the transmission, and generally the rear suspension because you need the transmission to line up properly. So it has this... That whole back half of your car is designed by somebody else. So that's the only thing that I can really see being of conversation for McLaren in 2026. If you want to be competing for national champions, are you going to do it as a customer team? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But I think, you know, once they start competing more, 
doing better, getting more money, they might decide to make that leap and do it on their own. Maybe. Or partner with somebody else like a you know, Red Bull Ford or Aston Martin Honda. Yeah. All right, Alfa Romeo. Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, so his goes through 2025, I believe. It's unspecified, actually. The rumor mills that it is through 2025. It is said that it is a multi-year deal starting in 2022, but it hasn't been really released exactly when it is through. So the fact that it is multi-year, he signed it in 2022. It's got to be 24 or 25. Um, uh, but I, I feel I feel like Botas is kind of just like on his way out. Like he's just slowly going, kind of like Kimi Raikkonen, how he, yep. you know, in the same team too, went to Alfa Romeo, didn't really perform that well, was just kind of there. Um, I just feel the same thing with Bottas. I know he did an interview earlier this year and said he planned to stick around Formula One for many more years, he said. Um, but I just, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he has that spark and that desire. You know, it just seems like he's just kind of there at this point, a placeholder almost. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't really know what to think of that. I could see him retiring. I could see him sticking around for a couple of years. Like, I, I don't really know. He's probably going to write out the contract. He's definitely not. I, I wouldn't see him moving anywhere. Um, the only thing that I could see, as I completely contradict myself two seconds <laughs> later, I said it earlier this year, a Botas move up to Ferrari if signs leaves would be interesting. That would be. And like we said, you know, they've already got that relationship with Alfa Romeo and Ferrari. So mm-hmm. maybe. And because he's clearly not going to shake the tree. He's a, a perpetual number two. Yep. You know, so even now he's supposed to be the lead driver. Joe Guan Yu is starting to kind of show him up a little bit. So I think he's speaking just, of Joe Guan Yu contract through this year. Yeah. So he's about to be having to sign some papers or do something. But honestly, I don't see them getting rid of Joe. I think that. You know, he's going to be pretty safe. The interesting thing is they do have in the uh, Alfa Romeo Driver Academy, Theo Porcher, who's currently first place in the F2 championship. And the way the rules are is if you win the championship in F2, you can't compete again uh, next year. So they're going to have to figure out what to I do. I didn't with know him. that. Yeah. So once you win, you're kind of done. Um, so, you know, what are they going to do if he find if he finally or finishes out the season and wins? I don't think they get rid of Zhou Guan Yu for Porsche. I honestly don't think so. We're going to get to another team, which I think that he might have a better chance of going to. But I think Joe's going to stay right where he's at. Yeah, Joe's done well enough. And he is progressing in a positive way that, you know, he's not a standout like Oscar Piastri is doing this year. But he's also not in a car that stands out. He's showing good, positive gains and whatnot. It'll be really interesting. I don't see there being enough to can Zhou Guan Yu. Um, or for him to really have showed himself well enough to move up to another team. So I, I see Joe sticking around trying to hope that Audi, the Audi takeover does well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Aston Martin. This one, this is the big question mark on the grid right now. Cause you have Lance Stroll, who's just, I don't think there's ever any dates on his contract. It's I don't even know unknown on the Formula One website. It just says Lance Stroll unknown. Yeah, I, he might not even have a contract. He might just have an allowance, and his yeah. dad just like deposits money into his bank. Um, but I honestly, man, I think that Lance Stroll is on his his way out. Honestly, I think yeah. it's time. 
And everybody still talks about, oh, his dad owns the team. It's not going to happen. But his dad's got a lot of pressure, I think. You know, they could be his second in the constructors. His dad may be the CEO, but he's got a lot of investors putting in hundreds of millions of dollars into this. Like, yeah. Which wasn't a, a big deal before, but now that they're fighting at the top, it kind of is a big deal. Like I said, they could be in second in the constructors right now if Lance had more points. Yep, but he sucks, and I hate his face. So, <laughs> you know, here we are. And um, Fernando's a total unknown. He's set to have a multi-year deal. He's the one that kicked off the true silly season last summer, signed a multi-year deal set to run through 2024. And I'm, yeah, he's living his best life right now. I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah, I think that uh, Alonzo is – you're going to have to drag him out of that car at this point. He's yeah. just having so much fun. So, yeah, Alonzo's not going anywhere. Lance Stroll, I don't think he'll be here next year. Let's get on to Haas, Kevin Magnuson, and Nico Hulkenberg. All right. What's Nico got? What's his contract looking like? This year. Oh, one-year deal? He had a one-year deal. Well, I'm sure he'll resign. <laughs> I don't see him going anywhere. And Kevin Magnuson's is this year as well. So K-Mag, that one, uh, I think K-Mag might not be here next year. I think that... You think so? Yeah, I think Nico came in, and Nico has done a really good okay. job. Um, to the point where he's much more consistent than K-Mag is. Um, so yep. I think that, you know, K-Mag, you know, they might want to bring somebody else in, another younger driver that they can help put under Nico's tutelage, basically, and bring him up, and that way they have a strong driver for the future. Um, which leads me back to the Theo Porcher. Yeah, because they've also got that tie with um, Alfa Romeo, who's got the tie with Ferrari who's got the tie with Haas, so they're all kind of interconnected. Yeah. So I could see if Theo Porcher wins the F2 what championship. What nationality is Theo Porcher? Uh, probably French, but I honestly don't have it pulled up in front of me. Um, I was just curious. Yeah, but I could see them putting him in that car uh, and giving him a shot instead of came. That'd be interesting. I just wonder if you're not like Mick Schumacher or anyone else where – you're just like, God, don't put me in the Haas. I really want to be in F1, but dear God, don't put me in a Haas. Like, <laughs> But then, yeah, he's French. Um, so, but then you're like, it's still an F1 car, but then also you don't want to become a Mick Schumacher and get two years. In. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. if you look at Mick, Mick cost that team a ton of money. $5 million <laughs> in damages. For a team like Haas, who travels by U-Haul to every race? <laughs> that is way DHL. too much money. They are, yeah, they are still suffering right now from Mick Schumacher. So I mean, all you got to do is get in and just be a Logan Sergeant and just not crash the car every weekend, and just, you're okay. Yeah, he did destroy that car, but I can't help but wonder how much of that was the car. How much of that was just also the car sucked and was unstable. Like he did, he definitely was not the best. And he definitely made mistakes, but how much of that was exacerbated by a shitty car? You know, it's funny how he, it's all relative, right? When it was him yeah. and Nikita Mazepin in the car, the spotlight was on Nikita. So Mick was like, oh, you know, he got to coast under the radar. As soon as Nikita was out and they brought K-Mag back, <laughs> then everybody's looking at Mick like, oh, look at this guy over here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that year was Mazepin, Mazespin, and, and Schumacher. Oh my gosh, that poor Whoa, team. <laughs> what a joke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, 
All right, Alpha Tauri, who I just saw a release with a uh, um, with a rendering of Hugo Boss being the title sponsor, and it just says Boss all over the car. It looked pretty badass. Nice. I'm excited to see what happens next year with everything they've got. A new title sponsor, an old Red Bull, basically. I want to see how much of that Red Bull they're actually able to use. Um, and I'm excited that, you know, I think... You know, Danny Rick, he doesn't have a contract going through next year right now. I think it's just through the end of the year. But I don't see them putting anybody else in that seat. Um, I think they're going to give Danny another one-year contract and let him kind of prove himself in that car. Um, and then that just leaves us with uh, Yuki, who... Who's signed a one-year deal in 2021 and put extensions for 22 and 23. So I'm sure he's looking for an actual contract and not an extension at this point. And honestly, I think he's earned it. He has, but there's a small wrinkle in there as well because Yuki, he might re-sign a little bit, but he's got those Honda ties, which is the reason why he got there. And now that Honda is going to Aston Martin, there's a potential that Honda might use that leverage Ooh. to get him over to Aston Martin eventually. And take Lance Stroll's seat. So, yeah, if Lance leaves, they might be like, hey, we want our guy That's over interesting. Here, right? I forgot about that. So it's it's crazy the politics that go into Formula One and, and you know, the underlying, I don't know, the, the crap that goes on behind the scenes. But, yeah, that well, would be I mean, because that could be. That could be super. So let's play a scenario out just for the fun of it. So Alpha Tauri gets basically the RB19. And I can't help but remember the 2019 season um, where Racing Point had the 2018 Mercedes. Yep, the pink Mercedes. Like, the pink Mercedes is what it was called. So that means there's a precedence that another team kind of can use last year's car in a lot of ways. And with the ties between AlphaTauri and Red Bull, I can see that being possible. So with that, let's say Yuki goes to Aston and takes a uh, stroll spot. Let's say the crazy happens and Danny moves up to Red Bull to Checo's seat. What like the silly season of saying, hey, we're going to have the RB19 next year and we have two seats available. That would be fun. That would be very fun. And a lot of people would be chomping at the bit to get in that seat. But if they did that next year, again, further playing into this imaginary scenario, they moved Danny Rick up to the, to the Red Bull. Now they've got the RB19 back at Alfa Tauri, would they move Checo down there since he's got experience with that car? And he's still a decent driver. And now he's going to be... makes sense. And he'll be driving without the pressure of being Max Verstappen's teammate. And we all know that without the pressure, Checo does a lot better. So maybe... Everybody do does. That. Albon, Checo. <laughs> Gasly, Kvyat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That so, would be interesting, but I could see a lot of people gunning for that Alpha Tauri seat if the rumors are true that they're just going to basically have an RB19 next year and oh yeah. probably be P2 and then constructors. Alpha Tauri is going to be the new hot girl at school that everybody wants to get with. That'd be interesting. That's fun. All right. Last but not least, Williams. Williams, yes. A lot of, lot of rumors going around that uh, second seat at Williams right now. Um, so Alex Albon, I think, is secure. His contract's through 2024. I don't see him going anywhere. No, Albon's not going anywhere anytime soon. Although, I mean, there's a lot of other people starting to speculate he might be making the move potentially to Ferrari at some point. Um, 
I just don't see that. I don't know, man. He's. I think Alex is in a good space right now. And yeah. if Williams continues to make strides, it might be safer and better for him just to stick around there. Um, but I think, you know, he'll definitely stay there to the end of his time and then make that decision then. But if he keeps doing like performing I, like he has been, a lot of teams are going to be interested in him. Yes. Yes and no. I don't know. And I'm sure it's happened. And please, y'all can comment away and let me know. Um, I don't know many people, drivers that have been in a top car, got fired from it and made their way back. Like that is looming over him, Gasly, others like it. It it definitely sets a bad precedence out of the gate that, hey, you were in the competitive car and you crumbled. Now you're making a comeback, but are you limited? Is there a ceiling on your potential? I think that that's also mitigated, though, by the fact that I believe all the other teams know that that Red Bull is a notoriously tricky car to drive the way it's set up for Max. And that also being with Max for Stappen, like he's a teammate killer. So I think that might soften it a little bit. And he's performed well. He's a teammate well. killer just because he performs. Yeah. Like he's just a killer. <laughs> But he's just a killer. Like, I, I don't think that he's necessarily anything other than objective to who his teammate is. I don't think he really gives a shit. He just performs. And if you're not capable and he's the national world champion because of it. Yeah. And it's very clear that Gasly, Checo, Albon, Danny, you know, if that was a little earlier on. But those those other three are very clearly not world champion caliber if Max is the standard. True. That's very true. So it's going to be interesting. So if you're Ferrari, do you want someone with a ceiling on their potential or do you take your chances bringing other people on that have a chance well, of maybe one? If I'm Ferrari, I want somebody that is going to be a solid, consistent number two and is not going to challenge the system like uh, Carlos Sainz is currently doing. Because they, That's a good point. They clearly have Charles Leclerc as their number one driver and they don't want any shakeup to that. So I think, you know, yeah. somebody like, a, like you said, a Bottas, I think he's on the same as Alex Albon, like they're both going to get there, yep. be consistent, be reliable, but also not shake it up too much. If something happens with the number one guy, they'll be there to pick up points and podiums, but they're also not going to challenge him. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. All right, Logan Sargent. Logan Sargent, a lot of a lot of rumors around Logan because his contract is over at the end of this year. So yep. people are speculating that he hasn't gotten any points. He hasn't performed. They're going to get rid of him. I think we've said it many times. I don't see it happening. No, he's he's done. I think he's done enough. And that is a very patient team. So I don't see that happening. And all these rumors about him being replaced by Mick Schumacher because of total Wolf's ties with the Williams team. I don't I don't see that happening either. I don't see it. I think Logan will be there at least one more year. We could revisit this topic a year from now if he still hasn't scored any points. But he's, he's yeah. good for now, in my opinion. I totally agree. This is a developmental year for him in a developing car. I don't see, you know, this is a chance to to shine and stand out like Albon is, but it's not, as long as you're not destroying the car and, and, you know, making bad moves and you're not rocking the boat, I don't see Williams getting rid of him. Yep. Well, yeah, that's the whole, that's the whole lineup. So in summary, we've got six drivers that are done at the end of this year. We've got nine drivers that are done at the end of next year. So I think that silly season of driver shakeup will be next summer. For sure. Be next summer. 
And so for this year, out of these six, Lewis, Danny, Yuki, Logan, Joe Guan Yu, and K Meg. Do you think they're all going to be? And a question mark asterisk with Lance oh, Stroll. Oh, yeah. That's the other one. And Lance Stroll. Out of those, will any of them not be on the grid next year or in their current car next year? The two that immediately come to mind is Lance Stroll for sure. And honestly, I, I agree with you on K Mag. Yep. I think, yeah, in my opinion, I don't think those two will be in their same seats and potentially not even on the grid next year. So that's what I think. Yeah, I agree. Cool, man. Well, I think that's going to be good for now. If you guys like this podcast, make sure you leave us a rating and a review and make sure you share it with a friend if you can. Uh, like we said, the plan is to take next week off unless something crazy happens and Lawrence Stroll comes out and says that Lance is out of the car at the end of the year. Then we'll hop back on and have a celebration or I'm just a talk on that. Um, but I think that's going to be good for this week, man. You got anything else? That's it. All right. Well, on that note. Stay classy, America.